All right. Hi, Torch. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> start. Yeah, good start. Good, good start. And uh, also not leaning into this as much as I told I should. Um, first, I want to start off by saying I'm sorry if this audio quality is terrible. We're using a different recording software because Emily abandoned us on Tuesday and couldn't help us out. Um, so here we are. Um, and I just want to say it's open season on assistant to the humble commissioner position. So, Ryan, welcome to your audition. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me back on your show again and again and again. Um, sorry about if you can hear my dog panting and her faces. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this week because, you know, last week I was humbly filling in for you. Indeed. Um, you did such a good job, by the way. I feel like I'm ready to retire at this point, you know? Yeah. I want you to retire. Okay. Well, I want all of us. At some point, I want all 12 of us to be potting together every week. But and then no one would listen because we all would already know what we're saying. <laughs> None of you are invited. Yeah. But I am excited because uh, Emily has never mentioned being humble. So I'm excited to show off like a lot of range as a podcast mm. and not have to be humble at all. Okay. So, yeah, you're ready to open the door, the floodgates to non-humbleness. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so... I'm confused because in the background of our space here, you have some other type of sport playing. <laughs> um, do you realize that you're only you're only dedicated to one sport as the football season progresses? Well, spoiler alert: I did I did do a pop culture thing. Oh, okay. Um, do we want to get right into? Yeah, that? let's do it. Let's just jump into the pop culture news. Well, um, okay. So I had I had some trouble with this because we're still in monoculture mold, as Emily would say. Well, I don't know what pop culture means. Okay, like what is a Interesting. pop culture thing? Yeah, can you define that for me? Um, it is an event or series of events that define an ethos of a culture in the in the moment. You just know that off the top of your head? No, I I just made that up right now. That was a very good definition. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did use the word culture to define pop culture, and usually you're not supposed to do that. So, yeah. <laughs> I was like looking at his computer, like, how did he know that? Uh, yeah, that's that's my that's my shot. So I went through a lot of different options. I was like, one, I, I thought about doing something really depressing because Emily did such a happy one last week. We don't want to be too happy. We're this is a balanced podcast all right we don't again we're not talking about israel and palestine are we because we don't we don't need to put that on this podcast wasn't even going to bring that up although i can't say the thought didn't cross my mind uh i thought about talking about the kevin james meme do you know what that is oh yeah i don't understand that uh that is a piece of pop culture that i just don't understand maybe that's part of pop culture is you don't entirely understand if you're not like you know generation yeah Mm -hmm. uh girl math and boy math i thought okay the push push that the Eagles do, people are getting really worked up about that. That's like they, didn't didn't the NFL want to get rid of that somehow last off season? I feel like that was a thing. They like talked about how do they change the rule to get rid of it, and they couldn't come up with any legitimate reason why that shouldn't exist. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember <laughs> them talking about it, but maybe vaguely last off season. But I know people are talking about it now because they're so know. good at it. I did see. Or I heard on a different podcast that has probably several million more listeners than mm-hmm. this one. Maybe. Um, that 
they they should try a drive of only the tush push because they use, they get like four yards every time. Yeah. So they could just you know they're up seven you know going in the fourth quarter they could run out the entire fourth quarter. Is it really the fault of the Philadelphia Eagles that they have a bigger and stronger offensive line than any other team in the NFL? No. Yeah. That's not our, that's not their fault. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Anyways, but we're totally not going to talk about that. Sure. Okay, so what's your piece of pop culture news that you brought to the table? I did have to narrow it down to two. Okay. Because, number one, uh, Kanye West. You ever heard of him? Oh, God. He's coming back? So, Is he back? I don't know if most people know this or not. I learned it from the Netflix documentary, which is excellent on Kanye. Um, Through the Wire. Are you familiar with that song? No. At least somebody. <laughs> All right. Is the today is the anniversary? I didn't write down how many years. Real bad move by me. But it's the anniversary of that song coming out or maybe being recorded. Um, what happened is before that was like his first big hit. Okay. He was on his way back from the recording studio, or I believe he was making beats as he did back then. And he got in a really bad car crash, okay. and his jaw was wired shut. And he recorded that song. Literally with his draw wire shot. That's why it's called Through the Wire. I did not know that. Okay. I randomly ran across that somewhere online today. And then I just thought back is of it, what a fucking wild journey it's been since then. To is, it, is it possible to wire his jaw shut now? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, anything is possible, I would say. That's true. Okay. And mostly the real reason, I probably wanted to bring that up because it really, truly made me think about what a fucking wild journey it's been from that to, like, some, in my opinion, like, iconic music that he made in the next, sure. whatever, five, ten years sure. after that. I can tell you disagree, but I don't care. <laughs> um, to now, where he's at now, where he's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's a horrible human being. He has shown to be a terrible person. So, but the real reason I wanted to bring it up was I was just curious if maybe, you know, Emily will name her team after him next year. Mm. It might even be a, probably a step up from Lizzo at this point. Maybe. Are we? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel so. And this relates to football because we believe that Kanye West is suffering from maybe some form of CTE, just like some football players do. Reminds me of Antonio Brown a little bit. Yeah, similar, yeah, that's fair. Similar okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not a space that you really want to live in, to be honest. <laughs> so we did go somewhere kind of depressing okay. because that this stuff is sad. What's what's uh, pop culture news number two? The other one. Are these supposed to be related to football? I mean, we'll um, we'll we'll tie them together. Why don't you just do your pop culture and we'll like we'll rope it back. This one that's what I'm here for. That one didn't. This one does relate to football. Um. But yeah, I, I didn't know if they had to because I texted Emily and she never texted me she back. Did respond? Oh, wow. What is it? Reddit yet. Didn't text me back. Like, no interest in, you know, making the podcast good if she's how not support, on it. How, how is an assistant to the Humble Commissioner supposed to support our podcast if they don't answer text messages? Right. Making it very difficult. Yeah, it's very it's tough. Hard. That's very tough. But anyways, um, the second one is, as Tyler referenced, the NBA started today kicking off. The best part of the sports calendar, in my opinion, mm. football, basketball. If anyone likes hockey, I hockey. think they're starting. Uh, I think they're Look, always playing soccer. I don't know. We're mostly white on this podcast or on in this league. Actually, 
we're basically all white in this league. So I'm assuming that most people like hockey. I'm just going to throw that out there. What what kind of work is the word basically doing in that sense? Who <laughs> <laughs> is... It's, it, I don't. I, we are definitely white. Yeah, I, no, it's a definite. Yeah, I, I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to mask the definite approach there. <laughs> curious who was, uh, who was basically white. <laughs> I just don't want to presume ethnicity based off of skin tone. You know, that's probably so, smart. Yeah, I ask you instead of you know saying something like that. I mean, so. I don't know everybody in this league, so I don't want to presume. You don't presume ethnicity. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know everybody well enough to assume their ethnicity. Like Andrew, I assume that he's British, um, but he could be some form of, like, I don't know, like South African, uh, Australian even. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's a whole thing. He's got, he's, all I know is he got a funny accent. Trying to get Tyler canceled. I think I'm making good progress. Oh, don't worry. I can do that on my own. <laughs> We're definitely working on it. But the pop culture portion of this. So first of all, basketball is awesome. I love basketball. Steph Curry plays basketball tonight. The Denver Nuggets, the reigning champions uh, of the world, of right? the world, yeah, not according to that one track guy, but according to everybody else of the world, uh, are playing basketball right now. Definitely not muted on my TV um, as we're podcasting less than two miles from here. No worry, fellow listeners, I'm the only one paying attention. Um, yeah, keep, if <laughs> if I go silent after this pop culture segment, that's why. Um, but what I was the the relation to pop culture here is I feel like the NBA. Oh, let me let me rewind that. So the NFL is by far the most popular sport in America. Um, probably, probably what third in the world after football and cricket, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a safe. I, basketball might. I, if you looked at maybe baseball, well, no, I will say football and then maybe basketball and then baseball worldwide. But in America... And then Quidditch. Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. But I also don't know uh, attendance stats of, like, the Magic Wizarding World, you know? They don't really share that information. Fantasy Quidditch League coming soon. (laughs) (laughs) Hollyhead Harpies all the way. Let's go. But I was curious. So football, and we may or may not have time to get into this, football is definitely, by a lot, the most popular sport in America. Um basketball i think is more relevant i'm gonna make up a phrase here pop culturally as in like the okay so more people go to football games more people watch football games but the sidelines of nba games are where you're gonna find like rappers hip-hop artists because uh, the tickets are cheaper i think that's why i think the tickets are cheaper and i think it's easier for them to make an appearance because they're always on camera um, because no, no one wants to go to ba- basketball games. We're also much closer to the actual game. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're, if you're on the sideline of an NBA game, you may very well be, like, in the game. Have you ever sat courtside? Um, not cor- not for an NBA game, for one okay. college game. Okay. Has, is that on your bucket list of things to do in your life? Courtside seats at a basketball game? Oh, boy. No, I might put it on there right now. Okay. Well, I don't know. The reason I'm I'm waffling on this is because waffling, w- waffling. Yeah. Um, was because I did go see the aforementioned Golden State Warriors play the Nuggets two years ago. Okay. And because Denver, in the Nuggets sense, so Denver has one of the best football fan bases, I believe. They have maybe they have one of the worst basketball fan bases. Um, 
And Not I was anymore, to, baby. I was able to go see that game for like 120 bucks a piece in the sixth row. And wow. it was incredible. I love, I'm a basketball player. I love basketball. Love football too. Um, but basketball, you know, kind of. Would you, life. would you start a fantasy basketball league? So that's the thing. Fantasy basketball kind of sucks. Football is perfect. I think baseball is also perfect for fantasy, but football is just sets up so well for fantasy. That's a hot take on the baseball front, but okay. I don't know. I've never done a baseball fantasy, league, but it's so like statistical. Okay. That's All right. I said that. Cool. Um, I was just curious. So the demographics of the leagues to get back, get yeah, back to race, could, you know, yeah. we don't want to get too safe here to get back to, to race talk. Um, the demographics of the players in the leagues, I feel like, is similar. Okay. At least roughly the, the same. Okay. The demographics of the fan bases, I feel like, is very different. Um, I, don't, I don't know how to most do <laughs> I Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. That, that's kind of my working theory. Um, you see a lot more, like I said, like rappers, hip-hop stars involved in hanging out with NBA players. I think that the I think the basketball fans in Denver are probably about the same demographic as bas- as football fans in Denver. Well, yeah. <laughs> pretty Which hard. Which is a microcosm of the larger NFL NBA relationship. Pretty hard to get people. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, right. that was kind of it. I don't know that I really made any any points there, mm-hmm. but I was just curious about the relation of all those things. And I think fantasy honestly helps the NFL too. I, I um, definitely, it definitely does. Yeah. Fantasy basketball. Have you ever done fantasy basketball? Oh, a long, long, long time ago. It sucks. Like okay. you have to like, there's different amounts of games per week. Mm-hmm. There's different ways to. This is all baseball related too. So I don't understand why you're saying baseball is better than basketball fantasy. Cause they're, they're the same structure. I don't know that. I've just heard. That. Oh, <laughs> I feel like baseball is much more statistical. Like you can take like you can take stats in basketball and they don't directly correlate to how good a player is. They don't they don't correlate as strongly, yes, to a player or a team's performance. Mm-hmm. Baseball literally is yeah. statistics. All right. That's well, why I said it. We'll put a pin in that for now, but I feel like um, you know, T B D on whether or not there'll be a cult of personalities, baseball or basketball league. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, there you go. And last note on that, sorry. I know yeah. Oh, I said put a pin in it. The pin has been put. Okay. Pulling the pin back out, I'll put it, <laughs> put it right back in. That's not how grenades work, but okay. I would just like to point out that in another relation to like the basketball football thing, so we're we're drinking and talking about football right now, as people do. And then when this is over and you leave, right? Honestly, you can say if you want. Uh, then <laughs> I'm gonna smoke weed and watch basketball. Okay. That, you know, that's kind of how it goes. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. That sounds like a great way to watch basketball. To, dis- to disengage from basketball. <laughs> okay. Um, let's get to some power rankings, shall we? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, hey, Torch, let's give you this dragon, and you're going to go over that way. Yep, thank you. Thank you, lady. Um, all right. Do you want to do odds or evens? Which one did you do last week? I did even remember evens because I wanted Emily to have to talk about my team. Okay, so I will do... I will do evens this week. That way you can do odds this week. How does that feel? All right. So coming in at number 12. 12. Thank you. There it is. Uh, NFL OL. They uh, dropped a lot of spots here. But look, when they're one and six, this team is getting destroyed from the lack of a legitimate starting quarterback. And the fact that Josh Jacobs is just tired from all that running from last year. 
he's just not being an effective runner. And when you have to start Sam Howell, you're in a lot of fucking trouble. I'll just put it that way. That is well said, I, I would say. I would also say this was a redemption ga- uh, game for Josh Dobbs because uh, NFL OL dropped Josh Dobbs so I could pick him up and uh, put him right into the starting lineup. And um, the the guy I wanted to perform against his former team. Well, he performed one, enough. Okay. One, like, first of all, I feel bad if that was a problem. Uh, if, I hope you didn't drop him because of the podcast. Uh, however, oh, did you tell them to drop Josh Dobbs? I, I believe I said, "What is a Josh Dobbs?" <laughs> but Josh Dobbs is a starting quarterback that is greater than or equal to Sam Howell. However, I I would. What did you say he did? Performed. I mean, he had Performed. he had six. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, it's good enough. Good. I mean, it helped. Yeah. I would also, as an owner of Justin Fields this season, yeah. uh, sixteen points is par for the course. So I feel like that's a performance on, on my team. Fair enough. I mean, he did, he, he, 16 points is not bad. I wouldn't yeah. say it's like good. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, I we're, would we're talking about my team, not her or her team. So we should focus on her team. Well, that's what I was just about to get to. Though. Oh, okay. So I also am a little bit personally offended because I, you know, went on a limb, did the analytics and did not put carry LOL. Um, you didn't struggle with the name, by the way. Thank you. I've been practicing it. You know, I was actually on vacation in, no, in my solitary tiny home in Vermont. I just sat there and practiced all of our team names. Uh, and I came up with NFL OL. Paying off. I almost didn't even notice because it was so smooth. Thank you. Thank you. Hard work, um, people. However, I, I have a personal issue because okay. I was, you know, going again into the analytics, looking at the points for points against. ESPN ratings, et cetera, et cetera. And I did not rank Carrie last. I believe it was not even second to last. It was 10th uh, because of how many points she has scored. And then she put up 62 points. So no arguments for me here. Look, sometimes sometimes the data just doesn't predict the future, you know? It, data, all it does is tell you what has been. It doesn't tell you what will be. Yeah, need to get some AI in here. They yeah, all right. fair enough. Um, where's Watson? Coming in at number 11. 11. 11! It's your turn. Here you go. It's my turn. Yeah. Henry the Fifth. Do we say Henry the Fifth or Henry V? Henry the Fifth. Okay. Henry the Fifth. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're right. There is no V. Yeah. Duh. Um, every team gets lucky once in a while. And this was his week of facing off against an extremely crippled opponent. Did it feel good? Please put this in the group chat. Did it feel good to beat them while they were down? I'm going to guess yes. It had to have been, right? Like, look, when you don't have a lot of buys and your other opponent has a lot of buys, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You, you get the win and you move on with your life. But making yourself a three and four team off of a crippling bye week from the other opponent, it's it's a false sense of satisfaction. You need to prepare yourself for the for the winter that's coming ahead. Winter is coming. Um, I would agree with that, but I would also say, I think we talked about this last week, Emily and I did, but... Yeah, I would also say from two and four, like that was a must-win game. Yeah, fair enough. <clears throat> but I mean, that's a big win. But I, it, yeah, I wouldn't get too, you know, high. <laughs> I want to talk about the net neutral until, trade <laughs> until the NBA starts. <laughs> I want to talk about the net neutral trade that happened between Henry Fitz Redcoats and myself. We traded head coaches <laughs> before the, before the week happened. He uh, he took my Buccaneers coach, and I took his LA Rams coach. 
and uh, they both scored negative two points for each of us. So it, it didn't matter, but I'm glad that he feels better now with his Buccaneers coach on on the roster. Any any way I can help, you know? I mean, I don't. I, I think as you just said, you did not help. But no, anyway, he feels better. So he felt better about it. I'm glad he felt better. I think if you're trading head coaches, there is probably like a sickness, mental illness involved there. But you know, towards me or towards him or both? It's probably both. Yeah, that's right. Uh, hey, look, I'm happy when a, a league is active and there's a lot of trades occurring. I'm glad that maybe Henry Fifth's Redcoats broke the seal in the league. I, I'd like to see more trades occurring in the league. Get out there and trade with some people. Okay. Yeah, trade, trade trades. All right. Coming in at number 10. 10. Footy salute. Man, this team looks good on paper. Unless that paper you look at has their record on it. Uh, the playoff <laughs> chances are slowly dying in Camp Footy salute. There may be a bugle playing taps somewhere off in the not too distant, uh, not too distant future. So I don't, I don't understand this team. They have Jalen Hurts, they have Rashad White, they have George Pickens, who I dropped. They have Court, Cortland Sutton, and um, at the end of the day, they're still not good. Sorry. Can I tell them what just happened? Yeah, go for it. I don't know if this is good radio, but the reason we both just paused is my dog. So we, we mentioned the background noise. There's a microphone. I don't know about podcast technology. I was told no background noise. So we hid the ghost that my dog took from Emily's house last week and absolutely loves. Has not put it down. It's not really white anymore. Um, we took it and hid it above my house. You're all about ethnicity today, aren't you? No comment. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I don't want to get canceled. I want to continue. Oh. Um, but we took it and hit it above my couch. And my dog climbed up on the couch just a moment ago. I thought because she was pissed that, like, normally she takes Tyler's end. And I say here. I thought she was pissed and she, you know, wanted a spot back. But she actually <laughs> took the snagged ghost. the ghost. She's now pawing me in my back for some reason. She actually snagged the ghost and went and started squeaking it. Riveting so radio. Riveting, riveting radio. <laughs> so Henry Foot, yeah, Footy Salute, yeah. Um, I also like the uh, amount of buys he had on his team. Although I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing to have all those Cincinnati Bengals on a buy because they have just not been great this season. Maybe maybe they come out of the bye week stronger. Sometimes it takes a little bit of rest and relaxation to get your mind right, you know? You know, you might be right. Yeah, that's that's happened to me before for sure. And, you know, NFL players are people like me. Might help them too. Yeah. He also got Deontay Johnson back uh, from injury, although he's still sitting on IR. Um, he might be worth a start, although I would say that it's not wide receivers that are his issue. Although Christian Watson... Um, still struggled. And I think he got hurt in the Broncos game. Yeah, I think he left in the first quarter. So maybe he now has a replacement for Christian Watson. I didn't actually watch barely. You you were literally not missing anything. Um, Moving on to number nine. Nine! Are we both supposed to yell or is it the person that's not? Yeah, I'm saying it for you so we can move on. But yeah, it's supposed to be you. (laughs) I will yell for you and then you, you yell for me. So... I say nine because nine. We have not moved on yet, but we are now. <laughs> Number nine, phoning it in. Uh, congratulations on being married. Isn't that that's what you were? That's where I was at this. Yeah, this last ten days. Let's continue to not move on. And how was the wedding? Uh, it was wonderful. 
Um, it was a totally them wedding um, in the Catskills of New York. It was beautiful. Um, and the, the colors were fantastic. Uh, I got to hang out with a bunch of her friends from college who I absolutely love. Um, so it was good to see them. They adopted me as one of their own. Um, they, they had their wedding in a diner, um, which was really cool. Um, really great food, uh, a dance floor outside in like 50 degree windy weather, but still created good, uh, dance vibes because no one wanted to stand still because they would have been frozen. Yeah, exactly. So no, I, I had a great time. And, and the trip leading up to the wedding was fun. Stayed in the city for four days, hung out with, uh, touchdowns for what, um, saw a friend from grad school. And then I went up the coast of Boston to Vermont and then to the wedding. So yeah, it was a good time. Lots of fun. Good colors in Vermont, too. Oh, my God. It was gorgeous. I was uh, in a little tiny home in the Vermont forest, and my little tiny home was surrounded. It was literally surrounded by the forest. Uh, couldn't see anything, any direction besides trees and foliage and colors. It was it was so beautiful. So, yeah, it's cool. It's fun. So thank you to Christine slash phoning it in for the invite. I was happy to be there. Thank you, Christine. Um... Side note, continuing to not move on. Okay. Has she made a move yet? Oh, that's a good question. I don't. I, was, I, I would say. Emphasize enough. I was very impressed by it. <laughs> I, I would say no because she's been spending the week getting ready for her wedding, and I would just assume that that was not the week for her to like try something. You know. Makes a lot of sense. Didn't think about it. Yeah, she's at zero. She's literally the only team in the league. That is yet to pick up a, t- a player off of the uh, free agency. That's that's a strong move. Finally, moving on. Congratulations! Oh, I already said that. Congratulations on being married. Now you can get back to the f- on the fantasy football horse, um, which I, as we just discussed, I don't know that you ever were on because you haven't, you know, done anything. I guess. I mean, she's, she's been winning. She just ranked mine. Yeah. Um, what's her record? Three and four. Like half the teams in this league. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, <laughs> now you can get back. I haven't read this yet. Now you can get back on the fantasy football horse and potentially win something for that honeymoon. Do you want to talk about honeymoons or no? No, but not right now. <laughs> probably a good choice. Also, probably not going to happen, meaning win something for that honeymoon. But there's always a chance. She's in number nine right now. She's like one of the last teams looking in into the playoffs in, in terms of the power rankings. Um, so, yeah, there's still a chance for her, but, like, she needs to get her shit together. Maybe make some of those moves that we've been talking about. Hold on, hold on. Did you say three and four? Oh, yeah. Is she not three and four? She is. I have some issues with these rankings. because she's Oh, four, she is four and three. Four and three with an 88% chance, according to ESPN, of making the playoffs. Maybe it's things to come. I mean, look, she just put in a perform- a really poor performance. So maybe this these power rings are a little skewed based off of her like weekly performance. She right. can always turn it around. She only scored 63 points, so. That's fair. Yeah. Look, that, and look, it was her wedding weekend. She wasn't paying a lot of attention. She left, like, three players on her starting lineup that had buys, um, I got. I also got to hang out with her in New York for uh, not at the wedding, but when I was in New York City, got to see her and her now husband. Um, not they at no point asked for fantasy football advice, which I thought was a little bold. Um, but you know, we are where we are now. You mean you thought it was bold because like your advice is so good that mm-hmm. she should have asked. Well, it's like you know, it's 
it's advice that she may or may not want to take. Would she, you, you should always pull the audience if you if you're given that opportunity. You know. Would you have advised her to play start players that were playing? I would have at minimum advised her to take by by week players out of her starting lineup. Yes, probably would have helped. Yeah. Um, and that would have got her. Let me do. Let's, let's see how good I am. In I mean, she's not. I mean, she would have not. Still not no, there's no way. She, she could have got to like. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. I well, think, I like her team though. I'm yeah, sure. she has a great team. I think she just needs to sit down, grin and bear it, and focus. You know. What happened to Deacon? Did he get hurt? I don't know. I don't know. Did he, did he like place? leave? Did he leave the game early? Maybe. Keep going down a little bit. This is riveting. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. There. Um, a rib injury. Oh, so he didn't play because of his rib injury. Okay, that's why. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, number eight. 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 Um, the Galactic Senate. With six teams all at three and four, there is always a chance this team finds a way to butt fumble their way into the playoffs. Sometimes. It Aaron Rodgers joke. Yeah, it was an Aaron Rodgers joke. Sometimes it is better to be lucky than good. Seems like some of her roster moves recently have been p- truly paying off for her. Um, scoring 102 points. I think. I. Don't quote me on this, but I think this might have been the first or second time that she broke 100 points this season. Um, so, you know, once she started to actively pay attention, it seems like she's kind of got her head in the game, um, as Zach Efron once said in a famous Disney movie. You lost me. Wow. Um, I, really? High School Musical? They, they got basketballs in that movie. I figured that would be like a thing for you. No? Uh, Not in the High School Musical. I haven't seen it. Okay. I don't. I kind of doubt the basketball would have done much. Oh wow! I movie. totally underestimated Katie. She has broken a hundred points in four weeks, uh, but this was, yeah, this was the third week that she had won by breaking over a hundred points. Um, the first time she had won with her opponent breaking a hundred points, which is uh, pretty impressive. So yeah. Okay, <clears throat> so that's all I've got about Katie. Should we move on to number seven? Yeah, I don't have a ton to add, so let's move on. It should be seven. Seven touchdowns for what? (laughs) Um, Completely obliterated by bye weeks, she will look to rebound in week eight and hold on to one of the last playoff spots at number seven. Her entire bench, entire bench, were players on bye. Um. And she picked up a running back that scored her like negative points this week because it was just full desperation mode uh, in in camp touch, touchdown for rut. I think that she's better than her record shows, um, but she's in a tough division, so I think that she's going to really struggle getting into the playoffs if she can't figure out how to turn it around after these bye weeks. Luck, luckily, sometimes with all those bye weeks, it's like one and done, right? So now you can move on and have a better season because you're you're done. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I would say um, a couple of things. I suppose one, that was that was pretty rough because, like we talked about last week, I don't remember the number, but she had a really, I think it was in the 80s percentage of making the playoffs as of last week. Um, and it's dropped now to 63%, which still, I mean, just looking at that, that's, that's pretty good. But, you know, I feel like we've been – or we, you two, you and Emily, some some 
combination of us since you two keep gallivanting off to New York for God knows how. Well, not as important as football. Um, Speak it. Speak your truth. It's been mentioned several times that we like the team, but, like, you know, they're still three and four. I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. Can we, can we, like, do some fantasy football nerding out for briefly? Sure. What what fantasy football nerd uh, knowledge do you want to drop? Regarding the bye weeks, so the other big league I'm in, it's an auction draft keeper league. There's like contracts and everything. Um, There are also there are also 12 teams, but we have I think it's 18 roster spots. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, that's kind of like one that I'm in. It's an interesting dynamic. It's it's why I spent so much money on was it Jerome Ford? Oh yeah, family. I don't even remember his name anymore. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) the the shade. But part of the reason is because in that league, because you have so many roster spots, it's like you're picking up people on like the extreme, extreme, extreme fringes of fantasy relevance. Whereas in this one, like you, you have to drop people that you actually care to start. Yeah. yeah. Um, due to bye weeks. So yep. I don't know what my point is there. I was just curious. Is is this a standard? How many, how many players do we have in our rosters? 12 and there's a... I think it's like fifteen. Yeah, so I think it's like fifteen total. Is that is that like a standard number? And yeah, ten, fifteen. So we have fifteen player. I would say that the standard league size is fourteen because you usually don't have a head coach, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm just curious. I don't. I don't know what it means. I don't have an opinion on this. Also, good radio, but it's it was just an interesting dynamic to me where like it's like you have to like drop people that you don't want to drop. It's funny because I mean I feel like it's less. It's less in this league. I play in a 10-person league, and 10-person leagues are very similar, right? Like, you hear all of, like, oh, I wanted, I need to add this player, I need to add this player. But in a 10-person league, if they're not scoring 10-plus points every week, they're almost garbage on your roster because there's just so much options out there in the free agency. I like, um, I like the deeper – like, I, I like this I better too. than a 10-person league. But, yeah, that, I don't know. That was just an interesting note. Oh, thank you. That was a good uh, fantasy football nerd corner. So, all right. Should we move on to number six? Yeah. I already forgot. Am I doing? Am I doing? I no. I'm doing. doing I'm doing events. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number six. Thank you. EBDBBNB. Strong showing that came out of nowhere, but still not strong enough to be taken seriously. Yeah, I said it. Um, look, he scored 119 points. I don't think that that's something that you can like hang a hat on because I don't think he's going to do it all the time. Um, and he did that with Russell Wilson only scoring 13 points, which is kind of insane to me, you know? Yeah, I, I thought that we mentioned what should happen with Russell Wilson last week. Um, didn't happen. To be fair, Brock Purdy, I think, did even worse and has had a really bad last two weeks. Down here. Brock Purdy, oh, 12.78. So it's not even that oh, I guess, difference. Yeah, I guess not. I thought Purdy did worse than that this yeah. week, but I know he did really bad last week. Uh, Russell Wilson, not it. Uh, I don't even know who's on waivers. I don't have to worry about it because my quarterback was, I don't know if he still is, he was the highest scoring quarterback as of last week. So I don't really look at quarterback waivers. However. I also don't think that's true, but okay, I'll take you. Well, he he was the number one scoring quarterback last week. Last week, yeah. Well, yeah, last week he scored his first game over 30 points and we were in week seven. So I wouldn't get too high on your horse. (laughs) Rewind, pause, whatever you want to do. He was the highest 
scoring quarterback in the league for the season as of last week. No way. He was not. There's no way. No. I, I just, I don't. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I got I mixed up. Remember that yeah. other team I was talking about? Yeah, I have yeah, that's, that. what I, yeah <laughs> that's what I thought. It was like, Patrick Mahomes is not the top quarterback in the NFL or in fantasy. Very game. much correct. But he's good enough that I don't have to look at waivers. Regardless, Russell Wilson is not even in that conversation. Russell Wilson, well, let's, let's see who is available. How about we play this game for a second? I think the interesting thing about his quarterback situation is that he has three quarterbacks that no one else wants. And so he's kind of just like stuck between a rock and a hard place trying to figure out of these three quarterbacks, who does he think is going to go off on any given week? And it's just a shot at a, in the dark 400 meters away from your target. And you just, you have no chance of making that happen. You know, very, that was very good word art. Thank you. I appreciate it. I will say I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to retract my, there's no one available. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. called a taper. Yeah, take back my take. There really is no one better to pick up. But that's where trades come in, right? Like, I think that if you don't want Russell, if you if there's someone else, like I'll just name my team. Like I've got Justin Fields and C.J. Stroud, and both of them are much better than any of the three quarterbacks that Cody has on his roster. So if there's someone that if he wants either of those two players. I'm happy to have a negotiation over giving him one of those two players for a running back or a wide receiver. He just needs to offer me that trade. You know? And who has – there's a team – now this would be this would be tougher to trade for, but who is the team that has – totally not putting you on the spot here – has Josh Allen and Tua. Like somebody oh. has both of them. I don't remember who it is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. But, yeah, exactly. That's the situation. So go out and, like, trade for Tua because you can only start one quarterback like, but I would also say that, like, so it's kind of funny with Russell Wilson because the kind of what I've been hearing in, you know, again, like better the circles, the and, circles, the fantasy football circles that we are a part of now that we have a podcast, all connections, mm-hmm. podcast connections, is that Sean Payton was brought in, the Broncos coach was was basically brought in large, like a big part of it was to fix Russell Wilson. Yeah, and he kind of has. Russell Wilson has had a pretty solid year as a quarterback, mm-hmm. but not as a fantasy quarterback. Yeah, and Jordan Love and Brock Purdy. Now it's hard. We know it's really hard to kind of pick like who's going to go off this week. But it's been Jordan Love and Brock Purdy. It has not been Russell Wilson. I don't think any week this year mm. is interesting. Uh, maybe maybe week two for week him when he's two, he twenty six. But points. even then, that's he's only broken twenty points twice, and you're like trying to hope for a quarterback that breaks over twenty every week. Yeah, you know. And outside of week two, he did have twenty two points another week. But I believe I just I just looked at both of them. Purdy and Love have had better weeks every single week except well, week. in week two and week four, which is Chicago. Those two defenses are terrible. So unless he's playing a terrible defense, there's not a lot of chances there. But anyway, we got to move on. We got to move on to number five um, because you know we're already at 38 minutes and we got we got the top five to go through. So five, five. You're you're going. Yeah, come on. Five. 100 percent that bitch. Everybody forget I did that. Um, (laughs) Emerson, 100 percent that bitch. Emily, who is now running off to New York. Um, I, I'll say we, I'm going to agree with Tyler, even without having read the rest of this, feel embarrassed for her. Uh, I mean, losing to one of the bottom dwellers is never fun. Maybe 
she shouldn't travel on game day? Question mark. Yeah, don't travel on Sundays, people. Look, there are lineup decisions that need to be made, like instant reactions that need to be made. And if you're in a plane with no Wi-Fi, you're going to be stuck. And I don't think that she necessarily had any other better decisions out there. Um, but she just created some bad juju for her roster. So. Would have to agree, yeah. Or by the Wi-Fi, at least. Come on. What are you, cheapskate? <laughs> it might be time to drop Deshaun Watson. Just, you know, cleanse your soul. Cleanse your palate. I really strongly believe in karma. Like, And she's just sitting there with Deshaun Watson. Show us. Yeah, show, show, us show us the karma. Show us those crystals. <clears throat> she's also a team that's, like, really struggling with a quarterback. She... She should really be hunting for some someone to trade with that has multiple decent quarterbacks. Maybe and hey, even Cody in this situation might be an option to trade for because he has three yeah. subpar. Well, no, I'll just, I'll say par par quarterbacks. All right, number four. Four. Hold my TDs. Thank goodness for Lamar Jackson and Travis Kelsey. Everyone else on this roster is pretty much garbage and is really struggling to remain relevant. Make sure you add Kyron Williams to your IR so you can free up a roster spot to throw another dart, random dart throw uh, this week. Kyron Williams is, has been placed on IR, which means that he's going to be out for at least four weeks, now three weeks. Um, so there's no reason to keep him on your bench. Uh, this is kind of fantasy football 101, and she's new to fantasy football, so I'm just trying to be nice. and I'm just mm-hmm. giving her the piece of advice to place Kyron Williams in your IR spot. You're so nice. I, you know, I'm humble. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to help the team in our league be the best that they can be any given week. Oh, I forgot. I don't know because you've said it so many times, but I forgot. Um, I also am realizing in real time, live, that I erred in saying touchdown for what had the high playoff percentage last week. I was thinking of hold my teams. Yeah. Hold my Chris. Yeah. Now, like that was a big win. She's up to seventy-eight percent. She also, I just noticed, is up to third in the league in points scored. Wow! Yeah. So she's I, been unlucky this season. Yeah, I take back everything I said about touchdowns for what I meant. Hold my TDs. Um, I also think hold my TDs isn't a hard. I mean, again, I think we're in a very difficult division. I think NFL OL NFL. See, I, I fucked it up. NFL OL. Um, even after all that time in Vermont, uh, NFL OL is just a product of being in a terrible, in a very tough division where the other three teams are basically just just trying to destroy themselves into the playoffs. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if three teams from the East make the playoffs. Um, yeah. The odds would agree with you, the playoff percentages. So, um, yeah, should we move on to number three? We should. All right, three! ADH, ADH. This team is good. <laughs> would have been better if they paid their league dues on time, but sometimes one has to learn the hard way. I, this time meaning Tyler, I would have to think about this, uh, think this team is gearing up for a deep playoff run. I This roster is confusing to me. Uh, I think that he has always had a confusing roster. Uh, you haven't been in this league long enough to understand the history of ADH-ADH, um, but a couple, week, like, couple seasons ago, he literally lost every other game and won every other game in a pattern. It was very crazy. And then he won the league. So he figured out a way to like pull it together in the playoffs. Um, very crazy. 
I would say when I look, oh, he's the one with Josh Allen and Tua. Um, when when I look at his roster, I see Josh Allen, Alvin Kamara, who had a great game, DeAndre Swift, who had a weak game, but he's been pretty good recently. Keenan Allen had a weak game, but he's been pretty good recently. If he has if he has all these pieces go into play, and he has Derrick Henry too um, on his bench, like this team is dangerous. Um, but yeah, I just he hasn't he hasn't really put it fully together yet. I mean, he is five and two, so there's not too many complaints here. But um, yeah, he has a deep enough roster that he can make moves based off of matchups, which is real, always an ideal place to be. Ideal, but also terrifying. Yeah. Because if you do hit the wrong, yeah. ADH, ADH. I think it's he's going to... It's very mentally, like, torturous. To <laughs> it's good. Like, you want it, obviously. He but needs to... It's really tough to where you have to, like... Because there are some, like, you you know, if you had, say... I mean, he has... Uh, honestly, all his players are decent. But, like, like, if you have, you know, a receiver that's much worse than your starter, and they go off, I personally don't feel bad about that. So it's like you're never going to start them. Right. But when you have ones where it's like every week you have to make a legitimate decision and then you make the wrong one, that's when it hurts. So then the question is whether or not he is going to succumb to the pr- internal pressures that are his roster decisions. I mean, he's one of three teams, and we're about to talk about the other two, but one of three teams that basically have over a 90% chance to make the playoffs. So they're all three of us are very much shoe-ins at this point to the playoffs. And I will say that confidently heading into week eight. Maybe Listen, maybe I just jinxed us, but pencil the Sharpie in. Sharpie in. Yeah. All right. Talk about number two. Number two. Two? Oh, no, you're doing two. Oh, I'm doing two. 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 Goofy's Gridiron Giants. That's me. Hoping that this was not a fluke game for Jameer Gibbs, and it is the start of a movement, a cultural movement, a cultural phenomenon, if you will. Uh, same goes for Jonathan do you, Taylor. Do you hope that he keeps on giving? Giving? Uh, I see what you I like that. Giving, but giving. Um, same for Jonathan Taylor. How much longer do I have to wait for Justin Jefferson to return from his injury? His absence is slightly harshing my winning vibe. Um, I would really like... Justin Jefferson back in my starting lineup. I feel like my wide receivers are not nearly as strong as they used to be. Slightly though, because like you won. I mean, to be fair, as as previously mentioned, Kerry scored sixty two points. But I just when I was doing one on IR, I was doing so well leading up to his injury that now I feel like one hundred and five points is like mediocre. I feel like this is a first world fantasy football problem that I'm complaining about right now. But humble bragging, I think is the word. It's it's different. Yeah, humble bragging. It's different when you score a little over 100 points and then like 120 points because uh, there's there's a large difference there. You have a higher winning percent chance when you're you're over that 110 threshold. And now now I'm teetering on the hundreds. So, so you're saying that if you if you score more points, you're more likely to win. If you go out there and you score more points than your opposing team, there is a large likelihood that you will pull it together and come out on, on top. I would have to run the numbers again in analytics, mm-hmm. analytics, but that seems right. Statistically speaking, yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, you're a good team. Thank you. I, I, what, what do you think about your 
quarterback situation. Uh, Justin Fields is not performing at the level that I wish he was. Um, he was supposed to be like one of the top five quarterbacks of the league going into the season. He's not done that. I'm happy that I picked up CJ Stroud, but unfortunately he was on bye when Justin Fields was hurt last week. So uh, I had to make a audible at the last minute and pick up a disregarded Joshua Dobbs uh, to start. And I'm happy about that filling, but he's now on the free agency. So if anybody wants to take him, uh, all power to him. Um, but CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud will be starting for me until Justin Fields is better. And then it's that one is literally between the two of them. It'll be a matchup decision. Uh, what, what's available. Um, I will say to your credit though. Yeah. Joshua Dobbs is perfect for exactly what you did this week. Pick him up, fill him in when you have a buy and an injury. Like that's a good, He's good in that circumstance. I just hope that I have like a couple of running backs that um, I'll have secondary running backs that are just as good or better than them. And so it's when they don't hit um, and their other, like their other counterpart does, it's really hard for me, right? Like I've got David Montgomery, who is Jameer Gibbs's handcuff. I've got, um, I've got Zach Moss as Jonathan Taylor's handcuff, who's on my roster, but I can't start both of them because they're not a good enough team to put both of them in. And then Brian Robinson is on a terrible team, so it's just like the whole team is a handcuff to to Brian Robinson. (laughs) It just depends on what's going on in that given game. So my running backs, I think, just struggle from time to time. What do you – yeah, what are you what are you gonna do with Gibbs and Montgomery? I don't know. I just I'm just hanging out. I'm I'm just hanging out waiting to if anybody wants to trade me for one of my two quarterbacks uh for a good running back, I would be very much open for that conversation. Um I heard did you hear this rumor that um Jerry Judy may not be on the Broncos by the end of the trade deadline? I've heard a couple things about that, yeah. yeah. Um which you know, um, all power to whatever team takes him because he's a droppy McDropperson, so look out. I'm just so bitter that the Broncos took Jerry Judy over C D Lamb. Okay. I'm curious uh quickly back to Gibbs though, because sure. the reason I was curious about that, so obviously I have more interest in the Lions. I'm on the podcast, so sure, 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 sure. We can talk about some Lions football. football. Sure, yeah, yeah. Well I don't want to talk too much about it because I got fucking destroyed this week. Um a bad week first. So I'm a Lions fan. I did not go to Michigan State University, uh, but my mom, dad, and sister all did. I was raised mm. like a diehard Spartans fan, and they have just had the absolute. I thought about putting this in the pop culture. Do you are you familiar with what's been going on? With yeah, them? with that head coach. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. So they well, not even just so they've gone from Larry Nasser was there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a that's a dark deep take, but oh, yeah. it, I I don't mean to like make light of that, like yeah. But but he what he was their college doctor, like he yeah. did a lot of that stuff at yep. Michigan State. Um, and then they had yeah their coach. Part of the reason their college football team is so bad is is their they weren't going to be good anyways this year, but their coach. He's been a know, coach there for a long time, hasn't he? No, they they poached him from oh CU. He came from college. Ha! And yeah, he, if, if anyone doesn't know, he uh, like sexually assaulted over the phone a speaker that they had hired to Two. speak about sexual assault. That's why they don't have their head coach right now. So yeah. they fired him. So, yep. I mean, I, I guess at least they fired him. 
And then, did you, you didn't see what happened this past weekend, I'm assuming? No. By your response? So this past weekend, they played our biggest rival, or their biggest rival, Michigan. Michigan. They not only lost 49 to nothing, they ran some, like, YouTube trivia on the big screen scoreboard before the game. Oh, God. And put up a question about Hitler. So they had a big-ass picture of Hitler sitting there. What? Meaning, basically, the, the 49 to nothing score was the second most embarrassing thing on their scoreboard this weekend. So I think I saw that like pop Michigan. up. I think I saw that pop up in my ESPN feed. I did not re- I didn't just, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Just terrible stuff. Yeah. All right, Michigan State. Uh, there's some room for improvement there. Um, speaking of room for improvement, should we talk about number one? You should. <laughs> Coming in at number one. Uh, just messing around. You know that guy? That's me. Yeah, yeah. Um, another dominant performance. Anthony Richardson is only on a roster for sentimental... Wait, is this true? I didn't even know that. Yeah, he's uh, having sh- uh, shoulder surgery that's season-ending. Alright, just finding this out right now. <laughs> Breaking news! That sucks, because he was doing really well for a backup quarterback. Um... Okay, well, processing this live. Um, <laughs> that's not good. Should be fine. Patrick Mahomes doesn't tend to get, like, hurt where he can't play. He finally, finally, finally had, like, a real big game this week. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm still adjusting to this news. But, <laughs> but, yeah, regardless, like I said, I didn't get to watch a ton of football this week. Um, barely any, to be honest, until the Sunday night game. It's nice to have Mike Evans back. He's kind of been all over the place. He's he's boomer bust, so it's nice when he has a big week. Um, Amon St. Brown is also back from injury. Um, he put up pretty good numbers in that huge loss. Um, impressive numbers, considering that he didn't even score a touchdown. Yeah, him and Gibbs both. Like, they both yeah. have really good games. Oh, I'm sorry. Where I meant to go with Gibbs. Can we rewind? This is too bad. No, go for it. It's too bad. No, no, no. We'll talk about Gibbs. What I was going to say about him is everyone in Detroit was – there were differing opinions because they drafted him, what, like eighth or something yeah, like that? Yeah, he was like a top top ten running – or a top ten selection. Where you, you know, aren't really – according, again, to like analytics and such, are not really supposed to draft running backs anymore because you can get them for so cheap. Um, so everyone was – you know, a lot of people were excited about it. Some people were like, why would you draft him that high? But everyone figured they'd use him a lot, and they haven't. And he, he did not score more than 9.1 points until this week when he had, what, like 18? Yeah, 23. Uh, 23. 23, okay. So, yeah, yeah. there's kind of a curious thing where everyone's been like, why, like, yeah, if now. you are going to draft a running back that high, and he's obviously very talented. Like, yeah. he's got a lot of good plays, but they haven't used him that much. That's why I was curious what you thought was going to happen. So, from what I've learned about Jameer Gibbs, there's two things that are interesting about him. One is that even when he was at Georgia – he was not really the featured back for Georgia. And so he's not used to carrying a heavy workload. And that's one of the reasons why they went out and got David Montgomery. Um, I don't I don't think I realized how reliant the Lions were going to be on David Montgomery because when he was – Yeah, and when he was with the Bears, he was like garbage. Like he was one of those fantasy players you were never excited to have on your roster, but he performed okay every year and uh, every week. Um, and so I, I – I made a mistake of drafting. I think I drafted him second overall. Um, that was way too high. But, um, yeah, 
But that was like where his hype was. He was like going in the first round. So I thought I was getting a steal taking him in the second round. You know, he Wait, made it to oh, second for your team. Okay. Yeah, second. I you meant like the second. No, no, no. My first round. I was like, what? Justin Jefferson. Okay. Um, okay. but then so getting him at the very, very, very end of the second round, leading into the third, I was like, oh shit! I'm excited that he's made it all the way to me. I'll take him in a heartbeat. Um, but yeah, he's really struggled. And I think the other thing that I learned about him is he's a very, very involved passing down back. Yeah. Um, he's really good with catching the ball out of the backfield and making moves and, and gaining yards, which is another thing that was incentive to me to draft him. But it seems like the lions don't focus on short yardage throws. They're more of like the mid, mid to deep throws, um, which makes it difficult to have a running back like Jameer Gibbs, who doesn't get those types of throws thrown his way, you know? So I don't know. All that to say is um, I should have seen it. No one saw it coming, but I guess I hope that maybe this was not a fluke, but hopefully, and so hopefully we're moving in the right direction. Um, We'll see. And you would, you would have to assume that's why I borrowed in the first place that they want to use him. If they spent that draft pick on him. Exactly. Um, Yeah. You would think, right. Right. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully actually I hope not because. (laughs) I think us being on the different t- sides of the bracket, if we meet each other in the playoffs, it probably won't be until the final. Unless ADH, ADH overtakes you in the second seed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't, I talked about my team so much last week. We don't have to. All right. Well, your team is pretty good. Um, I'll just say. I have some, some starter decisions to make, too. It'll be interesting to see if Raheem – I think Raheem Mostert, the thing that happened there was they are just getting destroyed by the Eagles, so they just didn't have – the space to like comfortably run the ball, yeah. uh, and that's kind of just things fell apart. Well, he that's know? that's what I was gonna say actually. Is he so like Pacheco has been kind of surprisingly consistent? Yeah, uh, yeah. I was I, I was making fun of you at the beginning of the season for <laughs> having him, but turns out that he's actually been doing pretty good. Great draft players and good offenses, and just Fair enough. But Kenneth Walker has been extremely. That was why. I, Part of the state stuff, uh, the Michigan State stuff, I was just saying is yeah. but, um, he's been like extremely consistent. Like every game is, I think, if I'm not looking at it, I think every game has been good with some like really good ones. Yeah, or a couple at least. Um, I would say the only thing, the only thing working against you is that you have very little bench depth. Like Jordan Addison, oh, you have Rashi Rashi Rice, don't you? Okay, never mind. I'm, but you don't have any running back depth. I'll just throw that out there. Yeah, running backs are the issue, but I do have three. Like I started three of them. That's true. That's true. So you but do have some space. Three, you know, bye weeks I can get by with three of them. Injuries could cause an issue there. So fingers crossed. Um, I think injuries will hurt anybody though. So I have a hard time picking my starting receivers every week though. And I should. I feel dumb because I know. Like we talked about, Justin Jefferson didn't play. And so that's yeah. partly why Addison went off like that. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well, um, that's the end of the power rankings. Let's go quickly through. So we're we're past halfway in our fantasy football season. So it's time to start thinking about the playoffs. Um, I know it's crazy. We're speaking about week eight, but it's all we're very close now. So I just want to quickly run through where we all stand in the playoffs and uh, give some hope for those that are outside of the playoffs, because there's some still, there's some deep chances for um, some late runs. So in the first seed overall facing off against our eighth seed, uh, just messing around sits in first with a record of six and one. They would one. Play, 
<laughs> they would take on EBDB BNB, who's currently the eighth seed. Um, on the other side of the bracket, number two seed is Goofy Gridiron Giants. They would take on number seven, Touchdown for what? Um, and then on the other on the other side, phoning it in is currently fourth seed. They'd be taking on the fifth seed, which is 100% that bitch. The winner of that game would then take on the winner of Just Messing Around and EBDB BNB. Uh, on my side of the bracket, Hold My TDs is the sixth seed, and they'd be taking on ADH-ADH, who is the third seed. The winner of that would take on the winner of my game between Goofy's Red Iron Giants and Touchdowns for what? The first and uh, the, the first team looking outside, looking in, is Henry Fifth's Redcoats, and the other team, uh, the second team that's on the outside looking in, so 10th seed, is the Galactic Senate. Like I said before, in the power uh, power rankings, there are six teams currently that are three and four records. There is a lot to be decided in the final half of the season. Please don't give up. Please continue to check your rosters. Uh, it's extremely important not only for you to participate, but for everybody else that's playing each other. Uh, if teams start to ignore and neglect their rosters, it becomes a very difficult time because all of a sudden you're giving instant wins to other teams, and that's just not fair. Um, we battled you. Some people battled you really hard at the beginning of the season. You put up a good fight. Please continue to put up a good fight if you're on the outside looking in. I'll just put it that way. Pay attention. Except for phoning it in, <clears throat> doing what you're doing, I love it. <laughs> honestly, is working. Are okay. you are you playing phoning it in this week? Uh, that's a great question. Mm. I don't think so. I just, I just really respect the team name with the numbers. <laughs> But like you're doing the lineup, except for last week, and you know, 88% chance of making the playoffs. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, let's. You gotta, um, you gotta respect that. Let's read through next week's games, and then we'll pick a game of the week. Do you want to read through the next week's games? Sure. Um. So we have putting where they list it for me. Me just messing around versus touchdown for what? Um, how do we like go into projection? I don't know how we do this exactly. You can say the overall scores and just say just messing around is projected to win 122 to touchdown for what's 93. I would say that, but Tyler did not make that up. That's the actual numbers. Uh, looks like we both have full starting lineups in. So yeah, we'll see what happens there. I don't think that's the game of the week. Yeah. Uh, move on. The next one would be hold my TDs versus. NFLOL said very smoothly. Yeah, nice. Um, <clears throat> he's projected to win about 110 to 96. That's decently close, but uh, NFLOL again one and six. Like that's that's not the game of the week either. That's probably yeah. But <clears throat> set your lineup. Keep trying. Uh, then we have ED. This is the one that fucks me up. Yeah. As, as you can tell, because I already said the letter wrong. E B D B B and B. Uh, do we know why? What what that name means? Eskimo Brothers. Um, I can't remember what the D B stands for. That's right. that's, that's but it's name. Eskimo Brother. It's from uh, it's from the show The League. And oh yeah, Eskimo Brothers. I, Cody, put in the chat. I don't remember the reference, but yeah. I I already that's what it. it's from. Anything with Eskimo Brothers and referencing the league is has my full support. Um. EB, DB, B, and B is projected to lose to Katie, the Galactic Senate, uh, by a score of 97.7 for, I'm going to just keep saying it to practice, EB, DB, B, and B. <laughs> Good. Losing to the Galactic Senate, 97.7 to 101.7. Very tight. That's, you know, roughly 50-50 chance there. Um, tight like 
Kanye's jaw when it was white. <laughs> Good. I love that. Yeah. Um, but candidate, I, I just quick looking at this, I would say there's two candidates for game of the week. Sure, that, sure, sure. That's one of them. Okay. Uh, then we have Henry Fitz Redcoats projected to lose to ADH, ADH 105.5 to 112.2. Another very tight one there. Uh, three and four is five and two. I don't think that's one of the game of the week candidates. Then we have you, Tyler Goofy's Gridiron Giants, uh, projected. Ooh, look at this one. Projected yeah. to lose. Air quotes. Uh, one hundred seven point one to one hundred eight point three. So basically, fifty fifty there to mm-hmm. police the loot. Mm-hmm. One versus two and five matchup. How are you feeling? You're feeling nervous. I feel a little nervous about that matchup, but let's not talk about. It. Let's talk about the last one. Other the other contender for game of the week, phoning it in, uh, projected to beat one hundred percent that beach Emily, one hundred nine point eight to ninety two point eight. Okay, Emily needs. Uh, so who's your who's your game of the week that you're thinking about? Do you have one? Mm, damn, I I have an opinion on mine. You you go first. My my opinion is uh, is definitely the EBDBBNB versus the Galactic Senate. I think the the two, three, and four teams going off against each other, kind of trying to create a little bit of that separation. Uh, there's a big difference again between being four and four and three and five. Um, as as we get into the home stretch of these playoffs, every win matters, and the more that you that you struggle or separate that gap. Um, the more of a chance that you either have to make the playoffs or the more of a chance that you have to lose and not make the playoffs. So these these big matchups are, are what matters most right now. Yeah, I would probably agree. Um, but because I like to talk, I'm going to disagree. Okay. I'm going to say... I like the disagreement. It's good for the podcast. A little banter. Yeah. A little back and forth. I like it. Sure, sure. Um, so I'm going to say, I see your, I see your point. Cause if you, yeah, if you go to three and five, like if you go to four and four or whatever, you know, you're kind of in it, but if you go to three and five, like that's bad. You're, you're starting to, mm-hmm. it's not a huge hole, but like you're starting to run out of time. Yeah, you're, now you're two, two wins away from being 500 Yeah, with whatever would that be five weeks left in the season at the end, at, at the end of the week. So yeah, that's hard. Now you're trying to win. Yeah, you're just a lot of things start to have to follow in into your favor. But again, for the for the content, yeah. um, I'm gonna go phoning it in versus 100 mm. bh. I like that because so that phoning it in, Christine is four and three. Emily is three and four. So for Christine, like if you drop to four and four, you know, again, like you're fine. Like you, you know, there's room. It, it depends how things go. You, yeah. You know, you're not, you're certainly not out of it, obviously. No, no, definitely not. though, but, but I would also say five and three versus four and four is a big difference. Yeah. Five and three, you feel really, really good. Yeah. Probably going to be okay. Um, For Emily though, she is trying to get to that four and four where you're like, all right, depends how these next few weeks go. But if you drop three and five, like that's, you know, that's not good. I know, I know we're coming up on the trade deadline. I think it's in week. 10 if i remember right i think it's week 10 so i'll just say this like i think for those teams that are that we kind of talked about that are like the three and four the three and four teams um if you're not happy with your roster if you see a glaring hole in your roster now is the time to reach out to other teams to try to figure out 
how to make your roster better. Look, at, at the end of the day, a good trade doesn't necessarily necessarily negate from the other team. You're helping each other out, right? Like, let's say Emily is really strong in wide receivers, but um, Henry Fifth's Redcoats is really good at running backs. I'm just naming two, three, and four teams. If you trade each other one of those two positions, you're both making each other better uh, in the long run and supporting better fantasy football. So that's why I'm I'm all in on the trades. I think, like, for instance, I just said, like, I have an extra quarterback that's sitting there. I'm happy to negotiate a trade in that situation. Um, I, I think whoever has Josh Allen, uh, EBDB, or no, no, um, Josh Allen, Tua, that's ADH, ADH, or football, or footy salute. Um, whoever has those two quarterbacks, they should be open to trading one of them. Because at the end of the day, if you've already passed your bye week for your quarterback, you don't need another one. And on top of that, there are there are enough fine quarterbacks on the waiver wire that you can pick up someone to fill the spot, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's my two cents. I'll just end it there uh, in terms of fantasy football advice. Offer those trades, uh, even if they're nonsensical, like the one that Henry Fitz Redcoats and I did. <laughs> Happy to engage and uh, and have that conversation. If not for results, do it for fun. Yeah, exactly. Trading is fun. Well, I think that was well said. I think that was great, you know, intelligent analysis. Um, in regards to this particular game, I would say Emily, actually, we were talking about, like, lineup decisions. Yeah. She has, she has some to make here. Like, Nico Collins has had a good year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's on her bench right now. So she may she may not have set her lineup. It's just that everybody in there is playing. Um, These bye weeks. Brandon Ayuk is on the bench, but he he was not a bye this week. He just wasn't started. Brandon um, Ayuk, I don't know what it is that phoning it in has against Brandon Ayuk, but he's a good wide receiver. Like he is. I don't know why she's not starting him. Um, that's a that's a good trade target. If I'm in are, my opinion, the Niners are tough though because they have like they have a they're so They had a good offense until the last yeah. couple of weeks. I, I think they they do. I mean, they do have a good offense. Yeah, for sure. The coach has proven that he's very good. But, um, yeah, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, I don't know. But it's a tough decision. Emily has a couple of tough decisions. Uh, Emily is projected to lose by, what is the, is that the percentage? Over 10 points, yeah. Uh, I don't think there's a percentage chance. Uh, it's a, The line is 17 points, which is pretty insane. Um, but I, I look, just looking at the Players, it doesn't look like that big of a. Yeah, true. I feel like they both have pretty good teams, I guess. Um, well, on that note, should we get out of here? Did you? You've been on this podcast for three times now. Like, you should have a sign off at this point. Do you have a sign off? I think I think mine is going to be different every time. Okay, that's fine. That's that's something some podcasters lead into. I think I had. Totally not looking this up on my phone right now. Um, this pause is riveting. Um, yes, good radio. Uh, yet again, um, I have a, a feel good one, and then I have okay. Which well, now that we've been in this podcast for a little bit, which avenue are you going down? Because you only get one sign off. You don't get like like good night and good luck was the sign off. And that was it. Like, he didn't go, good night and good luck. Oh, and by the way, also treat each other well. You know, like, that was just not how things worked. I'm just going to say both of mine and hope that you can't hit end before I get through them. Okay. 
Uh, the first one, this is the feel good one, is we. Go on. <laughs> we we have not. This is okay. Never mind. We have not inherited this earth from our parents. We're mm. borrowing it, borrowing it from our children. Wow, that's deep. That. That's really deep. Okay, what's the other one? Think about that after you set your lineups. Uh, no matter where you are in the standings, the other one is. You know, smoke some fucking weed, watch some basketball. It's going to be a good night. <laughs> Steph Curry's back. The, most, the purest jump shot in the history of the world is about to be, you know, back again. That makes me so happy. I love that guy. Um, just, you know, enjoy it. We're moving on from this basketball-centric podcast. And I'll just say, I mean, for Emily, on the sake of Emily, sunscreen, hydrate, and, uh, you know, take care of each other. I don't know what her other one is, but I'll just say take care of each other. But I think, good advice. Yeah, I think that's all I've got for now. Until next time, signing off. This is your humble commissioner. Good luck to everybody. Uh, good luck to everybody except for the person that I'm playing who is um, footy salute. Eric, fuck you. You haven't given me tequila yet. Um, I just I hope that you burn in the pits of loss this week um but so otherwise everybody else good luck good night and best luck bye